Hey everyone, welcome to Bioenergetic Basics, and today we're going to talk about overcoming lactose intolerance. And so this is an issue that's very close to my heart. And when I started integrating a lot of Ray Pete's ideas, I did not tolerate milk absolutely at all. And I had chronic diarrhea with it, and it was extremely embarrassing. <laughs> It's something that pops up absolutely all the time on one-to-one calls that I have. And so I thought I'd throw out a few ideas of things that actually work that I've talked with people about, things I've noticed myself, things I've read about. And so again, this is a practical application podcast, and it's not so much concerned with theory and things like that, although that is interesting in this case, and we'll get into it a little bit. So I have four things written down here. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about was the easiest thing to approach was switching the brands of milk. And you'd probably be shocked how many people don't do this. (laughs) So if you didn't tolerate pasteurized, homogenized milk, I'd try raw milk if you had access to it. If you didn't tolerate raw milk, which a lot of people don't, I'd try ultra high temperature pasteurized milk. And A2 milk, which a lot of people swear by, the ones I've seen tend to be ultra high temperature pasteurized. And so uh, I think this is worth cycling the different brands that you have available to you and see what works and what doesn't. If you don't tolerate any of them, then I doubt there's going to be some product that will be the holy grail. And maybe adding sugar to the milk to make sure your blood sugar isn't too low because a low blood sugar or hypoglycemic person is going to be allergic to basically everything. This is why hypothyroid people are so sensitive to so many different foods. I think because their liver can't store very much sugar, and so they're always susceptible to low blood sugar, and that's giving them tons of problems with normal foods. Also, their gut tends to be a complete nightmare. It's either too slow or too fast. But investigating milks to see which ones you tolerate and which ones you don't is an easy thing to do right off the bat. And also, you could try goat milk, and I didn't mention that earlier, but some people tolerate that better. The goat milk has medium chain triglycerides in it, which tend to digest easier for some people. But investigating the milk brands that you have available to you and trying all of them, I think is really the thing to do. And like I always say, the best milk is the one that tastes good and digests well. And that could be raw, could be pasteurized. It could be ultra high temperature pasteurized, which is usually by the soy milk. So the next thing we'll talk about is antibiotics. An overgrowth of bacteria in the small intestine, which is extremely common in low thyroid people, can result in the loss of the lactase enzyme. Using the carrot salad, using well-cooked white button mushrooms, which I hear fantastic things about absolutely all the time. Those would be the first line of defense for correcting intestinal problems. However, some people do need an antibiotic such as penicillin VK or erythromycin or tetracycline or doxycycline. And sometimes flowers of sulfur can work as well. And this is tends to be more the person that has diarrhea with milk or diarrhea in general. That's a pretty good sign that the person has an infection, especially when they're moving their food around, but they're always experiencing diarrhea. I've talked to lots of people that have cleared their milk allergy just by taking antibiotics. The diarrhea is a big giveaway. This is something I look into if what I'm describing sounds like you. So the third thing is progesterone. And this is also in the research that increasing progesterone levels will increase the production of lactase in the intestine. And thyroid is needed to produce progesterone. So if your temperature is really low, that would mean the estrogen and other stress hormones were higher and you you weren't making much progesterone, man or woman. And I've talked to multiple people that were able to use ProGest from Kenogen to solve their milk allergy. One of the most incredible stories was from somebody I talked to closely and he had probably tried every single antibiotic that exists <laughs> and he really never got anywhere with it. He always had problems with milk and he had told me one time that he took some gigantic amount of progesterone, might have been like 100 milligrams, and that solved his milk allergy. He told me on the call, you're not going to believe this, but I can digest milk now. I was in shock just because I had talked to this guy so often. But correcting thyroid and or supplementing progesterone, I think those are good strategies to cross your T's and dye your eyes. The last thing that I've heard of for correcting milk intolerance is the calcium to phosphorus ratio. So that seems a little 
little counterintuitive, but this person powdered eggshells into a dust. And I think their phosphorus was always significantly higher than their calcium and they couldn't drink milk. And so just supplementing the calcium presumably lowered their inflammation enough to where they started tolerating milk. This was a surprise to me. I wouldn't have said that as something to try to correct milk allergy, but I mean, it worked for him and it stood out to me and it's so easy. You could buy micronized eggshell calcium off the internet and try it and it would just be an easy thing to do pretty cheap as well, or you can make it at home. But my suspicion is that the calcium must have brought down the parathyroid hormone and the parathyroid hormone lowers progesterone. It also interacts with endotoxin, which can also lower progesterone. Both can increase estrogen. And so the, that must lead to the loss of the lactase enzyme or just chaos in the intestine in general. So those are the four things that I feel pretty confident about. This episode is brought to you by Bioenergetic Basics, which is a new six-part course that's on my patreon.com slash Danny Roddy. And you can click on the shop tab. And this course is about an hour and 10 minutes, but it was cut down from two and a half hours. <laughs> and it's very dense information about thyroid, digestion, nutrition, supplements, optimizing the home environment. And it's all things that kept popping up over and over and over over the 10 years that I've been doing one-to-one calls. Very happy with it. And so far, I've been getting great feedback. And it's also on Gumroad if you wanted to download it. You can only stream it on Patreon. If you wanted to download the four or five gig file, you could purchase it on Gumroad. But one of the main reasons that I wanted to film it was I talk to people all the time that do really dangerous, risky stuff. And so when you're talking about thyroid and antibiotics and things like that, you definitely want to be risk averse and not just wing it when a person maybe hasn't read enough about it because that can lead to some bad outcomes. So check that out if you want. Subscribe to this channel either on YouTube or Spotify. I'm going to be making a lot more of these Bioenergetic Basics episodes. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys soon and peace out. Thank you.